Last week's episode and this week's episode, since I was yep. in San Francisco. Yep. So we got a lot to talk about. We do. Um. So two weeks two weeks ago, yes. Mm-hmm. Um. Go ahead, tell us what happens two weeks ago. Well, two weeks ago, Rick and uh, the group that he sent out to go find Gabriel run to a new group, and uh, Daryl finds Carol. Daryl finds Carol. You know what's funny about uh, the uh, episode two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. The leader of the of the um, junkyard people, Jadis. Jadis uh, used to date one of the guys at my office. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a I've lot. Se- I've seen her in a lot of stuff too. I think uh, I, I can't remember. She kind of always plays that like eccentric. Well, she's Scottish. Character. Yeah. So, but the funny thing, yeah, I just thought it was funny because there's so many people. That we know that are a part of the show. Right. <laughs> neither one of us can get a part of that Sam show. <laughs> um, I don't know if you, you talked to Andrew and see about getting uh, Stephen, Stephen Ogg. He's, he hasn't been in town lately. Yeah. So he, he normally lives in New York. Ah, I see. So, yeah, when he's in town, he's usually coming in real quick for an audition or, right. or something like or a meeting or something like that. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think he's in... See if we can like yeah, FaceTime no. with him or something. Maybe I'll yeah. see if I can if we can Skype him in. Yeah. Maybe we'll see if we'll get Nerdables, <laughs> if we can get the Nerdables satellite <laughs> to work. Those damn cables. I know, right? We have enough trouble with in studio <laughs> shit. Okay, so. so Mr. Rick has to fight. Or we'll just take us through the whole episode. Well, it's uh, you know he. I guess it starts off with you know people thinking that Gabriel is going to betray the group by stealing all the supplies out from the the pantry. And, well, that's what it looks like when you when yeah. the show first opens. It looks like he's the one that's... But I didn't notice until I watched it the second time that as he's driving away, the very last like second or two, you see another head pop up in the car. So uh... if you were paying attention, you would have noticed that he wasn't just driving off on his own. He was, you know, it would give you the... It would give it away to you that he was being kidnapped, essentially. Ah, see, I didn't so, see that. Yeah. I didn't notice it until the second time that I watched it. But so How many times did you watch it? Just twice. Just twice. Yeah. Well, I watched it because I I had it on, and then... Uh, or no, that was uh, last week's episode, was it? No, no. It, it was that episode, because uh, that was the night that I was here. Yeah. And I just had it on. Like, I wasn't uh, really paying attention to it. So, I basically, kinda... you watched... The episode, then you watch Talking the Dead, Talking Dead, and then, and then, then they had the rerun on. on again, and it was just on. You know, I was I was forget what I was doing. I was doing something on the iPad, but I you know I caught it the second time also. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so now you know that led to believe that Gabriel was deserting the group. Yes. And you know later on we find 
that he was wow, actually... Wow, what was yeah, that? Burp or something. Um, later on, we find out that he was actually kidnapped by these people, and, and these people turn out to be the group that <laughs> were watching... Bear, 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 bear. <laughs> kind of, they look like it. <laughs> Sanford and Son. Yeah. They, Either that or I wanted Fat Albert to come out. I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to be there a really heavy set black guy in a red sweater just to be in the background or something. I thought that'd been a great little Easter egg. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, this this is the group that we end up being or finding out that has been watching Alexandria for a while and they were at the boat. Well, this is the group that set up the boat. They no, didn't, no, no, they, they, didn't, I'm sorry, set they didn't set up the boat, but they've been watching to see if somebody could get the boat because as they describe themselves, they they don't bother anybody. Right, they, they just, just take. take. So, we'll steal your shit. <laughs> They're but thieves. We, yeah, we're just we'll just steal your shit, but we won't do anything to you. Yeah. Um which I think I'd be okay with in them some in some shit? sense. Really? You know, I'd be like, if if someone just took from me but just left me alone, I'd be like, okay, that sucks, but cool, yeah, I don't no, have to try to uh, kill you. Um, so we were jumping between the kingdom and yeah the junkyard in this episode. Yeah, you see a lot with Daryl kind of trying to um, see or see what the kingdom is about. Realizes that you know he uh, he or they need the kingdom, right? Um, well, the kingdom the, needs, yeah, and the kingdom yeah. needs to be more proactive against, right? Because we 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 start out, we see a um, another meeting with the saviors and the kingdom, where yeah. you know, they're coming to get their their tribute, as they call yeah. it. And once again, Richard gets in a fight with one of them, and this time Morgan kind of steps up. Well, I think the the same guy that gets in the fight with Richard the first time. Pulls a gun on him, yeah. and then Richard pulls his gun. Richard gives him the gun after, you know, um, Ezekiel tells him to go ahead and just turn it over when they ask for it. Yeah. And uh, Rich, or the other guy doesn't take his gun down or whatever, so Negan, or Negan, Negan. Uh, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan the other hits gun. him with the staff. The other gun. Yeah, the other gun. <laughs> he hits um, him with the staff, and it, it, I guess they end up taking his staff. <laughs> well, yeah, but then Morgan's Padawan hits mm. him with his staff. Yeah, kind of cuts him on the face. But. Yeah, and but then they take Morgan's staff. I think that was to show kind of like how much of a novice he still is. Like, he's learning, but he's still not got yeah. it quite down yet. Yeah, but poor Morgan. Like, they took his staff that his friend gave him. Yeah. Um... And then Richard befriends Daryl, sort of. Well, he he tries to use Daryl. Try, yes, I don't think he tries to befriend him. He's he just says, "I'm going to try to convince him to do this." Yeah, well, he thinks he's their kindred spirits, and that he'll do it with him until he mentions that it's to set up this woman who's living on the outskirts of town. Right. Which Daryl finds out. Or... Say her name. <laughs> Say her What's name. What's her name? What's her name? Say your name, say your name. Whatever that song is in the 90s. Sure. Uh, and then he finds out that Richard's trying to set up Carol. And that's when Daryl's like, I have, will have no part in this, sir. Megan, Morgan, uh, Daryl, Carol. <laughs> There's a lot of rhyming names in this show. There are. Rick, Dick, Curl. Yeah, nothing goes with Curl. Oh, Dick. I know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, essentially they have a fight. Uh, Daryl walks off, says, I, I'm not having any part of this. 
because it's going to ultimately affect Carol. And but goes, make a sacrifice for the well-being of the of the many. Right. Hey, I mean, what he says is but true. But Daryl has a new crossbow. Daryl finally has a crossbow now, yes. It's not his own. Yeah. But he has a new one. This is his third crossbow in the season in the series. Is it his third yeah. one? Yeah. The first one he had, um where does he lose it? I forget where he lost it. Somewhere in season three he loses it because he gets the new one when they they scavenge somewhere in season three. So he gets the one with the green accents uh. in season three. And then now this one when Dwight took it. This is his. See, I was hoping um, they wouldn't. I was hoping he wouldn't get it back till he gets the one from Dwight. Yeah, because Dwight also has his vest. Right. I, I'm. I'm sure eventually he'll get it. Like this, they're gonna that's have. His. They're gonna have a crossbow off. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, Daryl's gonna shoot it, and it's gonna cut between the, the one that's coming at him and just hit Dar- Dwight in the eyes. Just split the arrow. Yeah, it's gonna split the arrow. <laughs> it's gonna split the arrow. The two halves are gonna kill two of Negan's guys. And the and it's gonna go straight into uh, Dwight. Dwight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly, because <laughs> Daryl's that much of a badass. Right. Okay, so, um, so moving on from that, we right? Go well, back. I mean, but we, the whole setup with with Daryl and Richard was that they were going to set up these explosives with. They were first going to shoot them with guns, and then when they ran out of ammo, they were going to throw Molotov cocktails at right. them. Right. Which I would have started with the cocktails. I would think that would be a better distraction. Like, yeah. If that didn't kill them, at least like at least it blind them, them to, somewhat or flash blind them. Well, not even that, just enough to get them out of the car where they can, you can see all of them and they just shoot right. them all down. I thought so, I thought that was backwards, but yeah. I, that was just me. I think maybe their thought process was to try to disable the cars by shooting it up. Yeah, and, and then blowing blow them up. up. So I mean, either way, I mean. It, it may have been a good plan. So when they come, Daryl's beating the shit out of Richard, <laughs> basically, because so, um, he's uh, he's trying to prevent it from happening, so they don't go after Carol. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but but Daryl did get to see where Richard's secret stash is. He did. But really, there's not much of a secret stash. It's just a little RV that has some. <laughs> Not much left now. Gasoline in it that he can make a Molotov cocktail. Well, it had, it had a few weapons and stuff, but yeah. Daryl took them all now. Pretty much. Um, so then we spent a lot of time in the junkyard where they're almost like a cult. You know, they, cause well, she, they are. She they're... just uses like a hand signal. They're more of a cult than what, what Negan has. Negan, but they're, they're a cohesive unit, is what I what I see. Is they're they're on the same path. Are, yeah, but they, they, these people seem more of. No, they seem, they're weirder. Yeah, they, they're definitely weirder. But they they're like. But I think that's like what it is. Silent monks. Yeah, that's what her. it is. It's just them being working as one unit, all in black. You know, you're in. They have a. Uh, they have a zombie or a walker in a pit that's full of spikes and a helmet. Winslow. Winslow. That's his name. They named him Winslow. Yeah. But, so. like, even watching the Talking Dead afterwards, and they, you know, like how they run down some facts through an episode during one sure. of the breaks or something, they even said that, you know, to really get the feel of what they're wearing, even a lot of the cast members went dumpster diving to find outfits for this. So a lot of the costumes were actually stuff that they found in dumpsters. The extras did that. Well, the extras, yeah. Well, wow. even, no, they say even some of the cast. That's what they say. 
But it also had some of the worst green screen we've ever seen in the show. Well, how else are you going to show like a vast uh, land a landscape? There's just, people that are talking about. I they, thought they should have just taken it to a real junkyard. Mansion. Yeah. Well, even uh, what's it called? Someone was making a big deal out of it because the inside of the houses that are in Alexandria, yeah, are just paper. It's, yeah, sure. It's just paper pictures, and you notice it because. One of the houses has like an overlap, and the stairs don't match up right, or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah. So someone noticed it, and they realized that the the set where if they're just walking out of the house or something, where you're not inside the house, yeah, is just literally just the front panel of the house, like they used to do, basically. Sure. And then the, the inside is just like a wall that's got well. A lot, a that's why the way a lot of houses, the way they've done, is you have an exterior, right. And it's not a full house. Yeah. You know, it's just one side of a house, and the other side is just completely open. Like, you could walk up, you know, walk into the first floor and just fall off, or walk into the second floor and just fall off. Yeah. So. Um, but that's how a lot of them are, especially when they're just being facades, or mm-hmm. if they're just going to sit on the porch or something like yeah. that. Um, which there are some of that, like that, in mm-hmm. Alexandria, and actually right outside of Alexandria in that little strip. Mm-hmm. Which they did a good job of, like, kind of making them look like they're burned away or something like that. Yeah. Um. Ooh, excuse me. Now I've got the burps. Um, See, it's contagious. Yeah, apparently. Um. Okay, so in the junkyard, mm-hmm. Rick's trying to convince what's her name, Janika, Janin, or what? Janin? Jadis. Jadis. Did you, that was the other thing. They all seem to have Issa's names. Mm-hmm. Jadis or. Or what was the other guy that find, that was like her? He just kept reminding me of one of the emperors, uh, like um, entourage in Star Wars. Yeah. I don't I don't remember the other people's names. But they they had issues there. They had like um, that could be part of the cult thing. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like, you know, it's like they're similar to each other or something. They're like Mormons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or Amish. <laughs> but do you think the Amish people made out really well in the uh, apocalypse? They definitely have the skills. Right, because they, they that's how they <laughs> live anyway. Yeah, exactly. Electricity. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you poor babies. <laughs> Jebediah. See, then, I, think, I think that's what the dude's name was, Jebediah. <laughs> we'll look it up. Um, so anyways, Rick. Um, but he's tr- basically trying to convince them to help them yes. in the fight for against Negan. And uh, basically, Jadis is like, hey, we don't, wanna, we don't want any part of it. You know, and then they were going to sacrifice um, Gabriel. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. If you notice, Gabriel was dressed in all black at that point. No, he had a he had a white wife beater on. Did he? He didn't have the black shirt. Yeah, it was, I thought he had the black shirt but no collar. No, he he had the black slacks with the white oh. white beater. This is the first time that I've seen him not wearing like a regular shirt. Um. So they were trying to convince Rick was trying to convince them to side with them against. The saviors, who they really haven't met yet, that we know right. of. So, um, Rick had to prove his worth, that he was really as good as as Gabriel was preaching. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, that's the thing is Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel, Gabriel <laughs> decides to, uh, in a in a in a I guess attempt to stop them from killing anybody. Yes. Gabriel says that Rick can do anything. You know, what do you want? He'll get it for you. Rick can do anything. Watch. Walk on water. Uh, 
yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> Curl, <laughs> come here. <laughs> Let me stand on your shoulders. <laughs> but that's basically the the thing that happened, or that convinces them, okay, he's got to prove his worth. So they throw him down a landfill hill. Byron is the name of the Byron? guy. Byron? Like, yeah, oh. the lurch type guy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, he does kind of remind me of Lurch from the uh, uh, Adams family. Yeah. Um, so they throw Rick down into this this pit where he has to fight. What's his name? Zombie Winslow. Winslow, the zombie full of spikes and and helmet, which is, looks pretty cool. It's basically a zombie that's got spikes going through the body, and then wearing like a cast iron helmet that has like spikes that are melted into it. Yes. So. Uh, Rick is thrown into this by surprise. Uh, Jadis takes her to the top of the uh, hill or something and says, okay, this is what we have. See this, see this. And then she ends up just pushing him down. We move things around when we need to. And then all of a sudden she pushes him over. She pushes him into the rancor pit. (laughs) That's kind of what it was. (laughs) Uh, Chris Hardwick was making such a big deal about that on Talking Dead because Andrew Linkman in one of his interviews says, "It's yeah, it's like the pit in Star Wars. And he's like, it was Return of the Jedi. It was, uh, I know this because I'm a Star Wars nerd, blah, blah, blah. And he was just making such a big, I was like, dude, it is Star Wars. It's Return the, of the it's, Jedi. It's the franchise. It's the franchise of Star Wars, yes. Yeah, you could, you could, either one would be acceptable. Yeah, I mean, like, he didn't have to go into this whole tirade about well, it. Well, that was Chris Hardwick trying yeah. to prove his nerd with, nerd worth. Nerdwick. Ner- yeah, Nerdwick. Um. <laughs> So yeah, but yeah, basically he he fights off Winslow, ends up cutting his head off, and showing Jadis that you know he can do anything essentially. After he has gotten stabbed in the hand, which he puts his whole hand through, gets hit in the leg, mm. Rick gets torn up in there, and then uses yeah. a piece of glass or metal that she, that just he wraps finds. a rag around the glass and just starts yeah. cutting the head off. <laughs> Use the walls, Rick. <laughs> just buries them. So yeah. Um, so so then Rick tells him that they want half their uh, they want their stuff back and she says half and he says no and she says he says three quarters or something and then they end up so, uh, settling with half and then she says and we need you you're going to get us a lot of guns. No. So what is that setting up? Basically that's the that's the idea and it it sets it up even more when Tara starts walking back up to the car and Rick's like Tara, you've been out farther than all of us. Where you? You can tell us where, us where not, not to, to go. <laughs> and she'll be like, "Yeah, okay, I'll not tell you about that group of people that I found that have a shit ton of guns." Which I guess we got it wrong that about this. No. You know, it, uh, we we'd said on the show a couple times that we thought that Tara, that they were going to find Tara and need them, or someone. I forget how we said it, but it wasn't going to be Tara. Revealing it to them. They were going to somehow get displaced from their camp yeah. and come over to Alexandria for, like, that's how we said it was going to be. We still don't know what happened. It may, and, and Tara, you never know if she's still going to keep her end of the bargain. Yeah, but we still don't know what happened to uh, Heath. Heath. Yep. Heath, Heath has been absent this whole season. Hey, just think about it. Merle was lost for a season and a half. Yeah. So we may not see do, Heath do you for think a while. that Do you think that Heath... Now we're supposed to meet up with a different group this week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that um, um, Heath found all the women and he's just yeah, there impregnating they, all? No, I, that he uh, he he got captured by him. 
possible. Yeah, I, I think it could be that, or Tara doesn't reveal it to him that um, that she actually uh, um, that Heath that, that Heath leads him to them. Yeah, or they meet up on you know. It's possible. So there's a lot of a uh, lot of. Uh, there's a lot of different things that could happen. Um, so then that brings us to last night's episode. Because we're recording, well, actually mean, recording. There's no, one, I'm sorry. There's a big part. <laughs> this, this comes to Sundays because now it's, it's Tuesday. That well, there's a big part that we kind of brushed over. What was that? Is that when Daryl finds Carol and they're talking and having their dinner or whatever, Carol is to the point where she's just done with everything and she says well how's the group yeah she doesn't know about glenn and abraham that's and right what negan did and uh, basically if she found out what happened that would drive her to come back and be the carol that everybody knows and loves but do you think but we she need doesn't that want carol to that. but she doesn't want to be that carol and daryl knows that so he lies to carol and tells her everybody is fine do you think that carol's story is pretty much almost done Carol is done, yeah. I mean, I think th- I think I can see them saving her for All Out War and her doing some sort of last big hurrah. I mean, like driving a truck into the fence and everything. Maybe, and yeah. Setting up so all the zombie horde will come through yeah. into it. Kind of reve- taking over the part of... Uh, Either that or just walking in and just start laying waste to everybody. No, I <laughs> can eventually see... Eventually just she, dying She has to sacrifice herself. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Is she just goes in in a blind rage or something. Yeah. I, I have a feeling... Kills a bunch of people, but in the end, she ends up dying. See, I, I thought it would be uh, Tasha that would be take over that role of... Um, what's her name from the comic book that... Tasha? No. Tasha, huh? What's... Uh, Sasha. Sasha. I thought she would be taking over the role of um, the character from the book that goes, that takes the truck. Holly? Yeah, Holly. Possibly. But I, I have a feeling it might be Carol now. Could be. Th- that that was what I thought that night. Yeah. Uh, when I watched it. So yeah. Okay, I, so that was a big thing though. Like Karen, the, yeah, Carol that kind of that kind of ended the episode was that because Morgan stops Daryl, who is such a badass that he gets a tiger that lets him pet it. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, that's basically when he realizes that he needs they need the kingdom, and he yeah. says, "Well, I'm going. I'm not staying here to be protected by uh, whatever happens happens, but I got to go and help help my people." But Morgan, but Morgan asked him point blank, or knew that he didn't say anything to Carol because yeah. Morgan couldn't say anything. To well, Carol. yeah, Morgan said if if you told her, she would be here. Yeah, and that's how I know you didn't say anything. Yeah. Okay, so this episode. Which was called something or other. I forget now. Was it Homecoming? No. I. No, it was a different. I yeah, it was a different one. It was um, this episode. This week was uh, hostiles and uh, hostiles and calamities. calamities. Yeah. Um, which was. I guess it, it it was it was going back to the way that they've done it so nicely, where you kind of go back in time a little bit without really you know, now we're seeing what's yeah, going maybe on. Maybe like a, a few days back or yeah. something like that when when we find out that Daryl's gone. This is when this is when when they first bring Eugene to Negan's compound because they have they take the the hood off of him. Yeah. And you still see uh, 
Big Joe or whatever his name was laying yeah. there dead after Daryl. They just realized that Daryl's gone. That Motor- whole thing. The motorcycle's gone. Yeah. Big Joe's dead. Yeah. Dwight runs to the to the holding cell that they had and realizes he's gone. Finds the note. Yeah. From Sherry, which you know, and finds out that his wife left right after that. Yeah. Uh, and basically helped him out. Um, but yeah, basically this episode is showing Eugene kind of making his way around the compound. Yeah, we we see Eugene very very scared at the beginning of this episode. And not knowing what to do with Negan and everybody. And then uh, Negan's kind of coaxing him along. No, just relax, man. You know, well, you're, you're important. Yeah. And, and that's one thing. One of the things that Eugene figures out mm-hmm. is, especially after he kills the doctor, because he makes a comment that, that you know, well, we have a backup. And once that once he figures that out, he realizes there are certain people that, to Negan that are important. Mm-hmm. And those people that are important are safe. Right. You know, it's it's like the wives. They can be replaced at any time. Yeah. The workers that only have numbers for names can be replaced at any time. Right. Um, which that shows you that, you know, just the way that, that you know, Eugene, he, he, you know, he, has a, he has a guard, obviously, but mm. he pretty much has free reign over the compound. He's yeah. got a nice little, you know, Suite that has a refrigerator and a nice bed well, and a video game. Here's the thing that I thought is that they, Negan's kind of setting him up to be his new Dwight, his uh, new right hand. Because if you see how enamored Negan is with uh, with Eugene, and especially well, that's what he wanted with Daryl too. But yeah. Daryl refused to break. Exactly, but at the end, when you know Eugene basically tells him. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm no no doubt about it. That's so let me ask like, you this question: Who Negan? Negan? I've always been Negan. 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 This I, I was Negan before I met you. I just needed to meet you to know that I'm Negan. Negan. I'm Negan. Exactly. Which it's it's if you think about it, when we first meet Eugene and kind of how he and Abraham met, and he got convinced Abraham to take him along with well, him. Well, that was it. When when That's, you know they they bring him out to the courtyard. And, you know, after the first day, they're asking, okay, so what's, you know, are you a smarty pants and all this stuff? Mm-hmm. There is a moment where he does, you know, he, he's, he's still the Eugene that we know and that, that's grown over the few seasons yeah. where he's very cowardly and, and unsure of himself. And then, you know, he's all of a sudden. Well, he, because at that point, he still doesn't know what's going to happen to right. him. Right. But he, and then he realizes, well, I, well Negan kind of tells him you're kind of safe. Just prove to me, and then mm-hmm. he he um, kind of realizes that oh, I can be the Eugene that I was with Abraham at the very beginning, and they'll keep me safe yeah. because they need me. And that was exactly what he did. And you see that Abraham. change with him because he knows he can be safe if he goes back into that persona. Yeah. So he goes back in the persona, and Negan immediately asks him, you see one of the zombies that they have attached to the fence, and like half his body falls off, and Negan's like, well, tell me, Mr. Smart, or Dr. Smarty Pants, what can you do to say this? You know, if they keep these, and he immediately, you know, gives off his list of how to, uh, to liquefy, like, or to, to liquid metal. Uh, yeah, you can smell. Mm. Well, you already have the equipment in there, you just need to... 
number one, you need to heat up your metal. Number two, you need to aluminum or something. Yeah, and you need to it pour it top. onto the zombie and keep him on the fence so that way they'll stay there. And you can cover his head so it, it stops it, or I guess makes it more harder to yeah. kill it or something like that. So, yeah, I mean, and the thing that is interesting enough Which, is Which, by the way, he, that liquid metal, if it's still too hot, pouring it on the zombie is just going to do nothing but just tear it down you know it, it's going to melt the flesh and then and the organs and everything so it's just left with a skeleton and you don't you know zombies have to have their internal organs to and their brain well they have to, i mean there was those those zombies that were just the skull and the spine that were still moving when the napalm zombies you remember oh yeah so i mean as long as the brain is intact it still can bite basically that's the thing yeah but and it also depends, you know. They may pour on the the liquid metal and then cool it with ice water or something right away. Ice water. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> you think now. No, you know what I mean. But I mean, like I they cool it off right away. But you mean like, yeah, to a normal person that would hurt like hell. But to a zombie, it's like yeah. No, so, so Negan send, ends up sending. Well, uh, Eugene goes with his uh, with his escort to. The I guess the main shopping barracks or area that they have set up. She explains the rules to him, and then she immediately after she explains the rule, rules to him, she immediately disavows those rules by taking a whole jar mm-hmm. of of pickles and says, "You need to learn to take what you want." Yeah. Because as being part of, well, I think of she the, takes it and marks down her points. No, she them. marks down points on something else, and then takes then goes and takes the. Um, yeah. You know, like she got one thing, but basically then... showing like you're above all these. Yes, other people. exactly. Yeah. So, so yeah. then Negan, you know, so grateful to him, sends three of his wives to him and just tells him he can't have sex with them. Yeah, and they well, sit around watching Eugene play video yeah. games. And basically, you know, uh, Eugene shows them that you know he's he's he knows a lot of chemistry and he knows how to build a bomb and things like that. So. You know, obviously, Negan's wives kind of take a, a liking to that because they feel like they can manipulate him into making doing... a resin caplet, basically. To it wasn't to... resin; it was basically just a cold tablet that he was gonna, you know, fill it up with a poison or something. Well, he made a poison out of it. Basically, he made a re- made resin. You know, yeah. made made a poison to kill Negan, or they kept saying for one of the other wives who wanted to commit suicide. But they needed two of them. Yeah, as a backup. And yes. He, and then he he realizes what they were planning and says, no, I can't do that for you. Yeah. Which in a sense, uh, you know, like one of the wives were trying to pull it, like the being Negan's wives and saying, well, we'll just tell Negan that you didn't want to do something for us or you're being mean to us or something. And that you were planning on doing it. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I don't think you understand <laughs> what Negan likes out of me. I was like, I'm far more valuable than you. Essentially, basically saying, yeah, go you're ahead. expendable. Go ahead, you're go try expendable, it, but it's not going to work. You yeah. know, he's going to bleed me over you because you're right. expendable and I'm not. Right. Um. So another little story in this episode was, you know, basically Negan telling Dwight. Can you find your wife? And he said, "Yeah, yeah." And so oh, I know like, where she went. Yeah, and he says, "Okay, you need to find her and bring her back here, because if uh, you don't, I'm going to kill you." But no, but he's saying because he wants to 
kill her essentially. Yeah. And but so, I, the one thing I didn't have, I had trouble with was the doctor. Yeah. When the doctor was talking to uh, Dwight the first time he was stitching him up, mm-hmm. he, because he, he obviously he pissed off Dwight. Yeah. Um. But I didn't. I, it was kind of. It seemed a little pushed or forced to to get mm-hmm. that in there. Like, oh, we need we need something later on, so we got to establish it here. But it seemed a little forced to get. I think know, it was kind of to get the viewers to feel like, you know, Dwight needed. If Dwight found his wife, you know, he would be torn. I guess right between either you know it's his wife or what's going to happen with him and Negan. So kind of it was just a dialogue between the doctor, kind of putting that in his head so that the viewer can see it and say, oh, you know, what happens if he brings her back? Is he really going to bring her back? Yeah. Who knows? And then, well, so Dwight goes to their old house, finds Mm -hmm. the note and everything, and we find out through this note that Dwight doesn't have a very good memory, (laughs) which seemed, seemed really pointless to put in there. Well, I don't know if it was about his memory more as like you've lost your way type. But thing. but she would but she said you know you you're, you're lucky because you don't have a good memory. You know, obviously she at one point she was talking about because you said you'd always bring beer and and pretzels back mm-hmm. if we ever got separated because you know we see when he leaves the house he brought beer and pretzels. Yeah. But it could, but the doctor made a comment the second time he was with Dwight about forgetting things and he says oh i don't have to tell you about that mm. yeah well you know i think it's just it's just trying to push an idea through dialogue and i think uh, that could be but it's just what they were a, trying to do it's a really weak thing unless you get to a point where dwight just doesn't remember something you know if, if you would have established it that he had some kind of 51st states you know drew barrymore type concussion thing where he doesn't remember things if you would establish that earlier on with that character, this would have made sense, you know. But to uh, to all of a sudden introduce it's, it's it after you it had a character, of, I really think it's just doing it to kind of push Dwight along on the fact of trying to leave the compound and helping out everybody else. Sure, against the savior, basically. So I think they're trying to set that up, and I think the they feel like the best way they can do that is to just do it through dialogue or something like that. Well, but it actually backfired on the doctor because yeah. we did find out that, that Dwight's wife was at the house at some point because she left him a note. She left her rings there and said, I can't do this anymore. I know why why you, you like Daryl. Basically, divorced in the apocalypse and just yeah. left her wedding rings there and said, And just Peace took out. off. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to die out there, but I can't live with you, basically. Yeah. So. Do you think we'll see her again? I think we I, have to. I, I hope so, just because I think it'd be an interesting dynamic for a, a story. She ends up with Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, all of a sudden, um, Eugene walks into the 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 smelting room with his um, liaison, shall we say? Yeah. And everybody's standing around like we saw before when Carl was there, and Dwight's got the iron in the in the in the smelt and uh, smelter in the furnace. Yeah, it's basically setting up for the doctor to get his face burned, like everybody does. When but we don't know who's going to get burned at first, and then <laughs> we find out that basically Dwight threw the doctor under the bus. Yeah, or threw him in the furnace. Well, 
Well, I know that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> so the doctor tries to to deny it and everything, and because there is another person that can work as a doctor mm. theoretically, he's, um, a, he's a smart guy. So yeah. Negan just says that he can do anything. Yeah. So he, the doctor became expendable. So instead of burning him, because the doctor said, I'm sorry, I did do it, I okay? Because Negan said, well, if you tell me the truth that you did it, I'm not going to burn you. So the doctor says, okay, I did it. I'm just going to kill you. I did it. And then Negan turns around and throws him face first into the furnace. Yep. Which, yeah. here's the thing I thought, I wondered, and it didn't happen. The doctor should have came back out as a burning zombie. It all depends. No, it doesn't. He should have came back out. Well, it depends. If his brain was liquefied by the heat, then... I mean, it's all a matter of if the brain is intact. Well, then how come we had yeah. the, the napalm zombies? And they just their pick brain, and choose when they want to... Their brains were still intact somehow. They want to pick and choose when you have a fire yeah. zombie. And you don't know. He may have been dead, and by the time he came out, or they pulled him out, he came back as a zombie. And... Yeah, no, they didn't stick long enough with it. Or because it was so hot, he got cremated. So there weren't any zombies in this episode just, either. Well, they were. They were defense yeah, zombies. Defense zombies. Um, well, you can tell the doctor probably got cremated. All the top part, <laughs> half of him, turned to dust and ash. So, anyways, on that note, um, so what else happened with this episode? I think that's it. Because yeah, I mean, I think Eugene and Dwight had a moment at the end. Yes. Kind of, you like, see Eugene standing out there towards the end, and yeah. you can tell that they're putting the the liquid metal on the zombies, yeah. or on the walkers, and he's telling them, "Hey, stop! That's not how you do it. Do it this way." Eugene's, you know, he's eating his pickles, obviously, yeah. and supervising basically. Yeah, he's he's definitely taking on a role, but you <laughs> can see there was a couple of times when he was either with Negan or other people that this could be just a facade. I'm going to do this to stay alive until Rick comes and gets me. I feel that's what it is. I think he knows what he needs to do in order to stay alive. Would it be better for him if there was that change? So, like, if Rick's group came up, he actually hurt somebody from Rick's group? Or do you think it would be better if this is just... That would be interesting, because that would be definitely the first time, I think, regard with uh, with the exception of Shane, that there was a, someone in the group that everybody loved... Turning on them, basically. Because, because Eugene's story is basically done. Mm. Well, I mean, he's still got a, a good amount of story left because... He's there for all at war, right? After. Yeah, yeah he's, he's there afterwards, too. He's He's been making bullets and whatnot for them in yeah. the comics for ages now. So, I mean, like, he's he's a character that's needed, but, you know, as far as... He doesn't have very much story... Yeah, he's just kind of like that character now that's off to the side, and they're like, "Oh, we need bullets, so let's go see Eugene." All right, hey Eugene, hey, you know, it's like, yeah, he's become a side character in the comic. Kind gotcha. Of. Um, so then we have Dwight standing there, and he says, "You don't know, remember my name or something?" You know, I'm Dwight or I'm Eugene, and then it was kind of like, "Oh, I'm Dwight or we're all you Negan or something." Well, I think that's what he says. Hey, I'm, and he's like Negan. We're all Negan, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so. it's like I think he knows that Dwight is not. I mean, he he's a very smart guy, so he he's got to know that Dwight is turning to the good. I don't know. I mean, like I think he's just trying keeping to save his guard face. up. Yeah, he's just trying to save face. 
Okay, so anything else about this episode? No? No, I think that's it. It was another 90-minute episode, or at least almost 90 minutes. No. Yeah, it was an hour and 27 minutes. I yeah, don't think it was that long. It was that long. Okay. At least that's what the DVR said. Well, an hour and 27. Well, no, because last Sunday it wasn't recording, so I set up the series. And I told it to end an extra 15 minutes because of <laughs> the, la- the couple of episodes that were they're going to be extended. So Is I that why now I have two recordings of each episode? Probably. I was like, I didn't see the little record icon, so I was like, oh, I don't know if it's recording or not, so I hit record. <laughs> Thanks. I was wondering why I had two recordings. Yeah. One st- started at uh, 5.57 and then <laughs> went to... Yeah, so... Well, there you go. That's why. <laughs> you asshole. All right, so what do we expect for next week? Nothing. Well, I didn't watch it from AMC, so I don't know. I didn't get the... Uh... The preview for next week. So There's a little bit of... Ra- they showed... the After episode trailer that they showed, or they it was basically Rick and uh, Michonne in the car, you know, kind of laughing and smiling with each other. Mm-hmm. That was all I really saw, so... I don't know. And I think, but I think there is supposed to be another group that they run into. So it's yeah, like... I think- they're yeah. really trying to push they're, the the larger world now. They're really stretching this thing out. Well, that's the thing is too. They need to run into other groups because if they're out there trying to find guns, we're going into places that we've never been before. Yeah. So. Well, after All Out War, though, there's a two year gap in the comic. In the yeah, comic book, we don't know if they're going to do that for the show. Well, they've already said. Well, um, Kirkman said that they probably won't get to. Ep- to issue 200 until probably season 10 or 12. Mm. You know, so there's going to be... Well, I mean, for for the show, I think it's smart for them to kind of fill in the gap. Because Carl grows up. He goes from being the kid Carl to more of an adult Carl in the comic book. He goes from, like, being 10 to 15, I think. Yeah. Well, over the span of, of the time, basically. So this this is a way for them to allow the show to catch up time-wise. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that there's, they're going to take this opportunity in the show to kind of do their own stories. Yeah. To kind of, you know, put a buffer again on the stories between the comic and, and the show. Yeah. So they're, they're going to come up with their own story, kind of fill in. Do you think we're going to have All Out War by the end of the... I don't think the rate they're going, it'll be next season that begins all out war. Yeah, that's what I said originally. Yeah. I said, but the last episode of this season is going to be then saying we're going to war. No, I think the last episode is mm. the truck going through the gate with all the zombies. I don't think so. I think that's I where think they would end. save that for the season premiere. Cuz that's the that's really the beginning of all out war is when they go when the truck goes through. Mm. Yeah. Because that's the last thing you see, and then you get to the book of All Out War. Mm, well, I, th- <laughs> I don't think that's the, the actual catalyst for it. But No, it's not the catalyst. That's yeah. their first strike in All Out War. Well, no, because Holly did that on her own. It wasn't like the group no, told her to do yeah. the group, No, because the group leads. she was so upset that Abraham the, died that she went all vigilante. But But she had to because the group led... They led the horde of zombies there, and they needed to get them through. And Rick, at that point, was going to take the truck and go through it. And she said no. And, mm. and she actually, 
she actually stole the truck before Rick could get into it and do it. Yeah, because that's the thing is they, they held Holly for a, a number of yes. issues before anything happened. Yes. So. Matter of fact, they, they had Holly, which is kind of where the, it's Eugene's being held instead of Holly now. We thought it was Daryl. It's kind of a combination between the two. So that's why I'm saying it's it wasn't the catalyst. Then they captured no, but, Holly. But once and, they capture Holly yeah. and she comes out when they're there with the horde of zombies. She sneaks out. She and comes out as a zombie. They kill her. And she, after and the truck. When Ruck and when Ruck when Rick comes in and basically they open the door and Holly walks out as a zombie. Right, but that's after she takes the truck and goes into it. That's a couple issues afterwards, though. It's it's not something we'll, that we'll happens. We'll get there. We'll we'll eventually yeah, get there. And we'll see how the the show does it. Yeah, it doesn't happen coincidentally, but yeah, that's basically what happened. Okay, so make sure you check us out on facebook.com slash nerdables. You can catch everything about nerdables, uh, declassified, Walking Dead cast, and commentating on the Facebook page. You can also check us out at Twitter on Twitter at nerdables show. And on Instagram as Nerdable. So for Ethan and myself, we will talk to you next week.